she brought me Fosca tea up. <gasps> I know it's random. <laughs> I'm addicted to tea. I'm addicted to lemon tea. Right, anyway, let me know when you want me to go. All right, I'm Helen Wilco, and this is the King Inc. podcast. King Inc. is Sunderland's monthly spoken word and poetry night, held on the second Thursday of every month from 6 till 9 at Pop Rex. Let's crack on. Let them eat chips by Julie Easley. Common sense is cheap these days. Just ask the rich. They chuck in their opinion, churn out recipes for free. They say the poor can't budget, except for fags and booze and huge TVs. They line up in their taxpayer limos for the latest photo op, for selfies at the food bank where the poor can get their spuds and rummage an excellent choice in tins for something to go on toast. They say, food poverty is so in vogue, they flood their Twitter feeds, the smiling elites with thumbs up, giving nourishment for a fee. Common sense is cheap these days. Just ask the rich. They give their mates billions, set up companies just for fun, sit their privileged asses on piles of cash, then vote to starve the kids. They gorge on gourmet menus, wipe out Cummins council tax, then point their dodgy fingers at the parents lost in a poverty trap. They promise to level up, that we're in this all together. Then slash and cut and level down, laugh and clap and cheer with glee. The poor, they say, can feed themselves if they spend more responsibly. Common sense is cheap these days. Just ask the rich. They say the poor aren't poor enough to deserve more from the pot. They'll piss it up the wall, they say, or spend it all on crack. They make all the wrong decisions, the problems plain to see. The poor don't need luxury stuff like choices of what to afford. A tin of beans or the heating on, a loaf of bread or pay the rent, a bag of spuds or frozen chips. Common sense is cheap these days. Just ask the stinking rich. Imagine a river by Philip E. Cassidy. Imagine a river, time in its throat, arbitrated by walling roots, by the sentient song of lovers, fishermen, the arcs of stone touching both sides, by the wet hooves of clay falling of hoots from wings, from golden hands, through leaf-green proofs of frond. Cold in its coat, cloaked with a vast weight of ballast, out, out to open mouth of coastal seduction. Out from the dark execution of draught, to a sky ribbed with gulls on slate-grey cataract, once green in gills of coastal sediment, Imagine it opening mouth wide to sunken holes, with ropes frayed wet in eel disuse. Imagine it bleeding once oxygenated, life fast unforgiving, skipping around rowlocks of rock and rudderthole, over roundels and keeled angles. Now, imagine it dead. Chalice Well by Rebecca Kine. My feet slipped into the chalice well waters and slowly danced upon the ancient stones, rejuvenated with each step they made. The gentle ebb and flow snaked around me. I had never heard the primordial music, but somehow my body knew all the moves. Imagine by Julie Easley. Imagine you had just crossed the sea. 
crashed out of the waves, fell down onto your knees. Imagine your kids strapped to your sides, their lives wrapped in plastic, snapped and tagged for all the front pages. Imagine that journey, the swell of fear in your mind, the relief of the sand as your feet hit the ground. Imagine being met by military might, their strength and power transposed onto you. Imagine being met by all that force. Imagine the drowning of your spirit, no helping hands to keep you afloat. Imagine that danger, your desperation. Imagine the spectacle of media, Transmission is live on the six o'clock news, your trauma and torment in full public view. Imagine if none of this were true. This is Smile by Kevin Robson. With care, I choose my street corner. I'm no big issue seller or day of the rave. I'm a dyed-in-the-wall people observer, missing nothing, acting with great fervour. I'm a social saviour, a behavioural slave. I watch the sad, the happy, the brave, the needy, the flighty, the slow, the damaged and the flawless. Those seeing nothing because they're too speedy. They let open loud shirts, the bellicose and the greedy. And those looking down, too timid, too cautious. They're the ones who need the smile. There's no charge, mine are all free. It may not be immediate, it may take a while, but when it takes root, it's incredibly fertile, and the effect is infectious, so brilliant to see. My chosen spot is my own feel-good quarter. The more smiles I see, the more it means to me. This poem is called This Gift. My name is Helen Rogers. Sunlight creeps yonder from our window, as daylight ebbs towards its distant bed. You lie still as the stars and just as enchanting, under covers of midnight, swift advancing. And here you slumber softly, in my arms, chaste and sweet. Your conscience plays in Sandman's lands in deep, untroubled sleep. Here in the stilly eaves mystique, our ageing pit flat groans and creaks, an elder miner trapped by time beneath a damp northeast skyline. Home, where the winds do whistle lowly, and the rainfall gently drums upon the glass of window panes to sing that summer's done. Though undisturbed by night song, I concede bed the more comfortable place. But just for this while I'm content with the moon to sit and gaze at your handsome young face. And as you sleep in soft peace, your head cushioned by my breast, I see that you're in tune with the world by the way that your slumbering breath seems to rhythmically dance to the night's song. To rain's drum and the whistle of breeze, chest rising and falling melodically as a flower sways in zephyr with ease. And by the light of the pale moon, I ponder, son, you shall soon grow a man. Precious moments like these are fleeting to embrace them while I can. Grateful arms embrace you tighter, and I inhale the ambrosial scent 
of true love's most sacred fragrance, and I sink in so content to this moment, this blessing, this favour, this gift, to mother and child, to complete happiness. And I offer up my thanks. They Really Don't Care by Julie Easley Scully Clark once told me your language defines you. She said, your words hold power. Yet all I hear are their lies designed to divide us. All I hear in their words is they really don't care. They tell us black lives really don't matter. They tell us Grenfell will never see justice. They tell us protest is pretty damn dreadful, while their dog whistle lies repeat in the papers. They demonise those peacefully kneeling. They demonise those defending diversity. They demonise those holding the mirror, reflect with their flag-waving nationalist words. How can we know each other when one side is hidden? When the lack of black history is seen as a given? When white comfortability informs a decision? When the cost of colonialism is kept invisible? They really don't care if they deport black British citizens. They really don't care about representation. They really don't care about police brutality. They really don't care about equal opportunity. They really don't care about racial equality. They really don't care if black lives matter. They care about profit and profit and profit. Every chance that comes, they line their own pockets. They care about profit and profit and profit. Every word that they speak is drenched in deceit. They really don't care about you at all. Thanks for listening to the King Inc. podcast. If you'd like to see the live show, sign up for Open Mic, or contribute to a future episode, you'll find us at Pop Rex in Sunderland on the second Thursday of each month from 6 till 9pm. In the meantime, you can find us at King Inc. Spoken Word on Facebook, at King underscore Inc. underscore Poets on Twitter, and at King underscore Inc. underscore Spoken underscore Word on Insta. King Inc. was produced by James Whitman, with contributions from Philip E. Cassidy, Rebecca Kine, Kevin Robson, Helen Rogers, and... Julie Easley, poet.